Welcome to Joe Bates Explains It All. Last week, you may remember that I was in Qatar. And during that episode, I said that this series would be all about how great Qatar was. Because I'd actually been given a lot of money by the Qatar government to do that. But the day after the episode, unfortunately, things start to go wrong. After our unbrave England boys beat Iran, I celebrated by opening the packet of Mr Kipling's Battenbergs I'd brought over from the UK as a little treat. But unfortunately, a security guard spotted me and thought that the colours of the Battenberg were a gesture of LGBT solidarity. I was deported from the country. All the money that Qatar had given me to produce this series was taken away and my Battenbergs were destroyed in a controlled explosion. On the plus side, I can continue doing this series, and now it doesn't really have to be about how great Qatar is. Although that could change. If the Qatari government change their mind and start funding it again, my bank account is always open. Until then, the budget's going to be much lower, which will affect some things. For instance, at the moment, my hair and makeup is absolutely terrible. But hopefully the guides themselves will be okay. But before we get into some top advice, I've actually got a question for you, the listener, because something quite strange happened to me this week. Uh, I unexpectedly received a shopping delivery from Getier. I don't know if you know Getier. It's an app where you can order food shopping. It's one of the many apps that have made the experience of being waited on by oppressed servants accessible to everyone. But the thing is, I don't have that app. I don't use Getier. So it wasn't me who ordered it. The shopping list looked like it was mostly stuff I like though, so it was a Prime Minister pie which I like, it was vegetarian which I am, we also had peas, cheese, coffee, those are my three other favourite things, but weirdly it also had two cartons of cranberry juice and that's something I've never ordered. That was four days ago now and no one's picked it up so I think the shopping was actually meant for me. And it must have been from an anonymous secret admirer as a little treat. But with the cranberry juice, I'm worried that my secret admirer thinks that I have a urinary tract infection. There's nothing wrong with having a UTI, but I just want to say I don't have a UTI. It doesn't really work with my brand. Like, I'm trying to be a sort of wise sage type figure. And I don't think you'll be able to concentrate on the wisdom I'm giving you in this series if you think that I'm fighting a secret battle with my own piss. But anyway, I want to say thank you for whoever sent me the shopping. Please contact the resonance studio if it was you who sent me it, so I can tell you in person that I don't have a UTI, and also thank you. But yeah, enough about my personal life and UTIs. It's time for the latest guide, which is Joe Bates Explains Self-Care. We're going to be playing healing music throughout this show to really drive home the message of self-care, like a stake into the heart of a really stressed-out vampire. So look out for the episode online if you want a track list. But for now, let's just get caring for ourselves. Self-care is absolutely vital. Not practicing self-care is the number one cause of death in the world. Because if people had been properly caring for themselves, they wouldn't be dead. You have to care for yourself because Lord knows no one else will. You definitely can't expect the government to do it. 
The Tori Pai are the biggest proponents of self-care in the world. They're really helping people embrace self-care by taking away all other types of care. And given that the Tory party are in charge of the government, the media and the Labour party at the moment, in a couple of years time, self-care is going to be the only thing that the NHS can prescribe. You're going to go into a hospital with a broken leg and they're going to say, have a duvet day. Have a lot of duvet days. Have a duvet decade. Binge watch some Netflix until the bones fuse. So it's time to get started, to take matters into your own hands, care for yourself because no one else is going to, and that's what this podcast is about. In this guide, I'll be telling you how you should care for your mind and body. I know what you're thinking, why should I let Joe Bates tell me how to look after my mind and body? And I admit, when you put it like that, it does sound creepy, but there are two main reasons why you should. Firstly, I'm an expert in self-care. I've developed my own alternative to mindfulness called thoughtlessness, where you ignore anything in the world that makes you feel remotely bad. Responsibilities, family members, the news. Secondly, unlike a lot of other self-care practitioners, I'm not trying to sell you anything. There are so many lists online titled things like 67 self-care tips, And when you go through them, all of them are just variations on either eat some fruit or invest in Bitcoin. Of course there's going to be an option to invest in my NFT at the end of the show, but crucially you don't have to do that. Although my first self-care tip is that you definitely should do that because it's easy money and having money is the best form of self-care. But selling my NFT is only my main passion. My second passion is self-care. When I see someone not looking after themselves, it genuinely makes me feel sick, and I'm going to channel the energy I normally use to stop myself throwing up into this guide. So after this first bit of healer music, we'll begin our journey by looking into how you can care for your mind. Self-caring for your mind. One of the key parts of self-care is looking after your mental health. If your job is getting you down, if the news seems unspeakably bleak, if you think the system is completely broken, then you need to do some self-care on your mind, because those are all really weird things to think and feel. you have two main options in terms of directly sorting out your head. You've got therapy or you've got medication. Let's talk about therapy first. I've got experience in this. I had some therapy at university because I struggled with the pressure of being an absolute legend. It quickly became clear to the therapist that I was absolutely fine 
In fact, he said I had the best mental health he'd ever seen, even better than his. So we sacked off the rest of the sessions and instead spent the time drinking cans and doing banter. But I know that not everyone is as normal as me and I know that therapy helps those people. So I recommend therapy to everyone who needs self-care. When my mum was getting upset because I hadn't called her for a few months, I told her that she really needs to work on herself and referred her for a course of therapy on the NHS. When I called her back the following year, she still hadn't heard from the mental health team. Apparently, the current waiting time for mental health support on the NHS means by the time you get your first CBT session, global warming will have destroyed most of the world as we know it. Even if you and your therapist have both managed to survive in the fiery wasteland, at the end of your first session, your therapist is just going to steal all your water and run away like everyone else, and that's only going to make you feel more down about things. For now, if you want therapy, you're probably going to have to go private. It's much quicker and also will help you learn the skill of paying for your healthcare, something that will come in very useful in the very near future. People sometimes complain that the cost of therapy excludes poorer people, but it's vital that rich people have access to therapy because their problems are much more complex and interesting. It's so important that they have a space to discuss how conflicted they feel about evicting their tenants or how they're not getting the most out of their employees. If you're sad and poor, your problems can probably be sorted out by a motivational poster or wall hanging. But there are even cheaper options than that. For the time being, one of them is antidepressants. Antidepressants are free if you're exempt from paying prescription fees, but even if you're not, you can get around it by saying the secret password to the pharmacist, which is, I don't pay prescription fees. But say you do pay the prescription fee, it's still only £9 for 56 sertraline tablets. The average cost of a therapy session is £50. That means for the cost of one therapy session, you can buy 312 and a half sertraline tablets. That's nearly a year's worth of happiness. And the only way a therapist could do that is if they say that they can see you're going through some really difficult stuff at the moment, so they've bought you a PlayStation 5. Obviously, you can't just walk into the doctors and say, I'm sad, give me pills. You have to pass a test, but it's multiple choice, and to be honest, it's very easy. You can probably guess which ones are the right answers. But in case you're not confident with the test, don't worry. I've done it myself and I have the answers right here. They are, in order, yes, yes, no, yes, absolutely, quite a lot of the time, yeah, no, oh no, and finally, do I ever. The last one is about suicidal ideations. You can just answer yes, of course, but I'd recommend you answer do I ever because it's a fun answer and you don't want to bum the doctor out too much. If they do a music round, just stay silent until they play some Joy Division or Elliot Smith when you should say something to the effect of this is my jam. After that, your GP should hand over the tablets and GPs are so overstretched at the moment that you can order prescriptions whenever you like so you could have thousands in stock before they privatise the NHS. Don't worry about them going out of date. 
Antidepressants age in a similar way to wine, so the ones you leave for a few years will actually make you feel even number. Remember as well to put a calendar reminder on the third Monday of January, because that's known as Blue Monday, the saddest day of the year, and GPs on that day will give you much increased dosages for no extra charge. So looking after your mind is simple. Go to therapy if you're rich and get some antidepressants if you're poor. But for true self-care, you need to do more than that. So after this bit of healing music, I'll tell you how you should look after your body. Part 2. Self-caring for your body. Exercise is a huge part of self-care. If you exercise enough, then you'll forget about everything around you. That's why Hitler spent his last hour in the bunker doing burpees. But any exercise works. It doesn't have to be really strenuous, you don't have to do Tough Mudder, Iron Man, or any of those other events for people too repressed to admit they're into BDSM. Really, all you need to do is just walk. My nana used to say you can't walk away from your problems, until she was badly injured standing her ground against a chip pan fire. Since that point she's realised the value of walking, and has been walking in circles around her garden to raise money for the NHS like Captain Tom. Well, that's what she thinks she's doing. She never actually managed to set the charity fundraising website up because she doesn't have the internet and was trying to do it with a massive calculator. We haven't told her yet because we know that walking brings health benefits as well. Briefly walking for just half an hour a day has been proven to improve mental health and decrease the risk of everything from dementia to getting shot by a sniper. But if you want something a bit more strenuous, why not try cycling? It's a way to get exercise and to meet other people. There are many cycling groups available to join. In many ways, these groups are similar to the motorbike gangs in old films. They're still full of 40-year-old men trying to get away from their families. Of course, it's the 21st century now, so they don't go around picking up women in bars. They just say how much they fancy their co-workers in WhatsApp group chats. With a bike, you can be in nature within minutes and then you can be out of nature within minutes, if nature turns nasty. While we're on the subject of nature, another great self-care tip is animals. Dogs and cats are nature's therapists. They'll listen to you talk forever if you pair them with meat. And they'll never judge you even if what you're saying is mean or racist. Even Hitler had a dog that liked him, so if yours doesn't like you, you must be the worst person who's ever lived. You're not though, I hope, so get yourself an animal to help with your self-care. 
If you haven't got the money for an animal, don't worry. You can just walk around your neighborhood until you find an animal you can tell your problems. Or even better, go to one of the many cat cafes that have sprung up where you can enjoy some feline company and a flat white with a load of hair in it. Some of these are expensive though, so a good budget alternative to cat cafes are rat cafes, which you can find by filtering your Google search results to just the cafes with an extremely poor hygiene rating. Going back to the subject of exercise, you can maximise the buzz and self-care impact of any exercise you do like cycling and running by raising money for charity whilst you're doing it. The charity sector in the UK is almost entirely fuelled by people having a midlife crisis. When people are in this state, they're much more likely to sign up for a running or a cycling event and raise money for anything from cancer to donkey sanctuaries to donkeys with cancer sanctuaries. Charities are now trying to induce midlife crises in people to try and get people raising money for them. The charity Minds recent you're in your 40s and haven't done anything with your life and that's pathetic campaign successfully got thousands of people running to raise money for mental health. I know what you're thinking, I'm having a crisis but it's not a midlife one, am I still allowed to take part? Well for one, don't be so sure it's not a midlife crisis, who knows how old you'll end up getting to. But also, don't worry, no one's going to check whether you're actually midlife. You can still sign up to these events. Keep in mind though, for the bigger events, it's probably good practice to be going through some sort of crisis, because being chased by the void will really help you get through the training. There are risks of caring for yourself through fitness though. If you get too fit too quickly, people will twig that you're having a breakdown. The more ripped you get, the more likely people will assume your partner has left you and that your six pack is nothing more than a platform for your tears. One way around this is by using the evening to pursue another great self-care activity, booze. Pouring alcohol on a fire in real life doesn't work, but pouring alcohol on a fire in your mind can sometimes put it out. Generally, being sober is not great self-care. When the alcohol leaves your system, you realise the true state of the world. It's like putting glasses on and realising how much of a mess your room is. Good self-care is avoiding this by making sure you're either mildly drunk or mildly hungover at all times, so you never find out what things are actually like. You can even combine the exercise and the drinking to create even more self-care. There's no better feeling in the world than cycling drunk. When you're weaving through the traffic, it feels like you're in the matrix. Do take care though, because as it says in the film, if you die in the matrix, you die in real life. And I imagine the same is true for drunk cycling. So that's the end of Joe Bates Explained Self-Care. Uh, in summary, do some exercise in the day, get drunk at night, Get therapy if you're rich or go on antidepressants if you're poor. If you're still feeling bad after doing all that, then you're probably doing part of it wrong. So listen back to this episode and actually pay attention this time. I'll be back at the same time next week when I'll be explaining how to become a successful landlord, which is actually another good form of self-care. Until then, happy self-care everyone and good night.